Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Heather, and this is my show, The Heather Bonham Show. This is episode 137. On today's episode, we're going to talk about tracking your progress in any type of goal and why this is not only effective, but a free and easy way to feel better when you're working on a long-term goal, feel like you're making progress, reinforce what you're doing, and have a higher achievement success rate. So last year in my new position, I had a lot of paperwork that needed to be done at the end of the school year. And I laugh that I special education teachered my own work because as a teacher, we know students need reinforcement, students need to know how they're doing, and we do too. And so I found some online goal, um, goal tracking worksheets and printed them out and I would color them in with a marker. Uh, as like different colored markers as I made progress because I did have a lot of paperwork that had to get done and there were certain types of reports that had to be finalized and I had dozens of them that needed to get finished and they they take time and it can feel like you're snowed under at that time of the year um, if you're working in a job that requires things done by a deadline you know how that feels so I, I special ed teachered my own self and got these tracking sheets and it was great. It was actually really soothing because I knew I had a lot of work to do. I knew it would get done, but being able to just fill in those boxes for how how many I got done every day made me feel like I was making progress, gaining traction. Like I knew it would all get done because I looked at the numbers. You got to use your data. The numbers don't lie. I knew how much I had to do. I broke it down. I need to do this many per day. Actually got done ahead of my goal, but I saved those sheets and I'm going to use similar sheets. I've actually already started again this year. So I wanted to look into that a little bit more about tracking your progress. And I realized how many apps I've seen and used myself that help us track different kinds of goal progress, whether that is weight loss, whether that is um, tracking writing streaks, days of, of writing. There are so many. In fact, there are a lot of apps that you can pay a lot of money for where people will keep track. People, companies will keep track of what you're eating every day, how much you're exercising every day, all of that data. We like data even if we're not really math people, but we like data because we know that the data is honest. It's not judgmental. It really isn't It isn't good or bad. It's just the facts, ma'am, as they say. And when we track, we can't lie to ourselves, but we also have that feeling of accomplishment when we look back and we know we know where we are. So I'm keeping track of these tasks that I need to get done at work. It's really, really helpful. And I wanted to talk about that on today's show. Whether your goals are work goals, whether it's something like running a marathon, completing a manuscript, writing that book, whether it's something like um, 
you need to get things done around the house, whatever it is, tracking it, writing down that goal or that end result that you want makes a huge difference. I've done a lot of goal setting work personally for a number of years. You've heard me talk about Michael Hyatt. Full Focus is the company. I've used their planners and I've taken their goal setting course many years, several times. And he talks about the importance of writing it down. Yes, yes, as I was saying, you can do that in your phone, but there is something about doing it on paper, even if it's just a $1 spiral notebook that you got at a dollar store or a grocery store. But writing those things down is helpful. And I wanted to share a little bit of research with you. Uh, So Michael Hyatt has talked about a study that was done from Dominican University. It's in California. And the A psychology professor was Gail Matthews, and she did this study about goal setting. So I want, and I'll share this in the the link in the show notes if you're interested and you would like to, to read this. It's through the university, but they talked about how the, in the background, there was an old, old study from, it, it was either Yale or Harvard Business School. And I think that's, it's probably one of those things that's almost become an like an urban myth at this point. Um, But supposedly there was a study where they looked at the graduating class and they asked them if they had any goals. And then uh, 20 years later, they found out that 3% of them had the ones who had goals were earning much, much more. Now, according to Gail Matthews, according to this research from Dominican, from what they found, it really was just an urban myth. It wasn't true necessarily, but it's something for some reason that has stuck around and has really resonated with people. So she set out to actually do a similar study. They had 267 participants and they were people from not only the United States, but in multiple other countries, multiple other you know backgrounds. And they broke them up into these five groups. And I wanted to read you a little bit about this study. So group one, they were supposed to just think about their goals, what they wanted to accomplish in the next four weeks. Groups two through five were all asked to write down their goals. So just write what they are, not think about them, but also write them. Then the third group, not only did they think about the goals and write their goals, but they were asked to create action commitments. So my understanding of that would be steps. What, like, what steps do we need to take? The fourth group was asked to formulate these action commitments, but they also were supposed to share these goals and commitments with a supportive friend. And then the last group, they kind of did all of the above, but they added weekly progress reports. So they were supposed to be the ones doing what I'm talking about, the tracking, tracking your progress to the big goal. I like to call it the next big thing. So tracking that progress, and then they would share that progress with the supportive friend. So they were also sent this last group, these weekly reminders. 
And it was just weekly reminders. It sounds like they were email reminders. And it was like, hey, it's time for you to send your progress report to your friend. So at the end of this four-week study, the participants were then asked to rate their progress on their goals. Now, these were all kinds of different goals. They're not just these huge life goals, okay? Not just like the running of a marathon or something like that. They, they were a lot of different things because it was only four weeks. And so some of these things were increasing their income to enhancing their performance, enhancing their life balance, writing one chapter of a book, updating their website, securing a contract, hiring employees, all kinds of different things. They were all one of selling a house, like all types of goals. And then they looked at the goal achievement. Now, the interesting thing to me was, although there was a little bit of up and down in the middle, the first group that was asked just to think about their goals, they had the lowest rate of success. They did have success, but it was the lowest rate of success. And the goals in the highest rate of success was the last group, group five. Now, remember, what they were asked to do was, of course, they were going to think about their goals, but then they were supposed to write or type out their goals, formulate action commitments, send the goals and the action commitments to their supportive friend, and give weekly progress reports to their friend over the four-week period. And they had a much higher, almost not quite double, but a much higher rate of achieving their goals. And they noted in this study that the written goals, that the people with the written goals, all of those groups, the four groups, um, so it was group two, two, three, four, and five, those four groups all together, overall, they had more success than the people who were asked to just think about some goals. So it really was the writing down, but they also noted in their conclusions that the positive effect of accountability was supported. Now, in this, they talk about being accountable to a supportive friend. But what I really find for me personally, there are things that, you know, really no one at work wants to hear me talk about my, my numbers in that moment or how much I got done. They do care, though, about my end results. And it's the same way with a lot of things in life. Now, that being said, there are groups like Weight Watchers where people track, but they also used to really attend meetings. The interesting thing is most of those meetings were shut down during COVID or they went to online. Recently, I read about the fact that Weight Watchers is shutting down most to all of their in-person meetings. And some of the people who have been members for 20 or 30 or 40 years are very upset about that because they got a lot out of the group accountability. This is the same concept of mastermind groups, you know, people getting together and sharing their wins and their challenges and supporting each other. So I think it's really interesting. Um, the other thing that I wanted to share, we're just, I guess we're kind of geeking out today on, on data or on research, but it was an article that was uh, 
published in Science Daily that I found online, but it was based on a 2015, almost eight years ago, study from the American Psychological Association. And the summary says, if you are trying to achieve a goal, the more often that you monitor your progress, the greater the likelihood that you will succeed, according to research. Your chances of success are even more likely if you report your progress publicly or physically record it. So they kind of said it was one or the other. You either report it publicly, you share it with others, or you you physically record it. You write this down and you keep track of it. So you're not just checking it, but you're documenting. Um, And this was a meta-analysis. And for those of you who are not sciencey people, a meta-analysis is just kind of a study of studies. So what they do is look at a lot of research and they compile it and they analyze the data. So altogether, this was data for almost 20,000 people and it was over 138 different studies. So they compiled all of this information and and published it. And uh, the lead author on this was from the University of Sheffield. And what they found is that um, most of the goals that they looked at were what they call personal health goals. So losing weight, quitting smoking, changing diet, lowering blood pressure. And what they had the people do was monitor and document and for the most part, all of these 138 studies, you know, put together, this was the main, the main type of goal, these personal health goals. So what they found was that when people monitored changes in their behavior, they did change the behavior, but not so much the outcome. But when they monitored the outcome, they had a significant effect on the outcome even though they didn't really necessarily see what what behaviors changed. So they gave an example and they said, if people were in a weight loss program and they really watched what they ate and they documented what they ate every day, that often resulted in a change in their diet, but they didn't necessarily lose any weight. But when they monitored the weight, then what happened is they didn't, they didn't focus on changing their behaviors. Um, it said they didn't focus on watching what they ate or exercising, but that if their goal was to lose weight in the studies where that's what they did, monitored the weight, then that's when they saw results. So whatever they focused on for the results, it sounds to me, and it wasn't really spelled out in this article, but it sounds to me that what, what happens is you set this goal and you monitor your progress to the goal and your behavior will, whatever needs to happen will happen. You'll make those adjustments, whether it's consciously or subconsciously, but you'll, you'll make the adjustments to make it happen. So if that goal is, I want to run a marathon and I need to be able to go 26.2 miles, then you'll train in a way that makes that happen. Um, but you have to know what it is that you want. And this is kind of like what I was talking about last week when I, even the pre-Christmas show, when I said, look at what you spent last year, make a budget because what is really a budget, but it's, it's a goal. It's a goal on how you want to spend your money. And then 
you get a plan. If you need to change that plan or make adjustments, fine, but at least you have a plan. And having these goals is really important. I will say I've had mixed success at times with my goals. And there are a variety of factors. We, when we make a goal, especially a longer term goal, but even going back to the Dominican University study where they were just four week goals, that's not super long term. Um, we don't always know what's going to happen. However, if we don't plan at all, it's usually chaos. And you're probably not going to get very far. This always reminds me when, we're t- when I'm talking about goals so many times. I've heard it compared to a ship going out in the water. I mean, this is even Earl Nightingale says something similar in The Strangest Secret recording about a ship, if it has no no rudder. It, it, it has no plan. I mean, you just put it out in the water. Who knows where that boat's going to end up? It could end up on any continent. Just It just goes wherever. But if you're sailing a ship and you have a plan and you know where you want to go, you make these minor changes all the time. And same thing with airplanes. They make constant small adjustments to get where they need to be. And that works because the small adjustments happen in the in the context in the bigger picture of that goal and so tracking i think for me is something that i'm learning is it it's what i need to do in order to feel like i'm getting somewhere that i'm getting traction that i'm making progress it's a reinforcer and it works well for me in the professional setting but I, I need to be better about doing that in a personal setting, especially with my writing and just figuring out what needs to be done. Um, and I think this is probably true for a lot of creatives that our creative work, it doesn't seem like the, it's not the same as our professional work. It doesn't seem like it's, um, you know, it's not structured. It's not time sensitive. It's kind of open ended. And there's something nice about that, but I want to get more done. So I need to put more pressure on myself. And part of the way to do that is to track. I remember, and I believe it was Jerry Seinfeld. I have to check that on my phone, uh, who talked about don't break the streak. I'm going to check that really, really quickly. And it was about, um, it was about writing goals every, right? not writing goals, sorry, writing jokes every, every single day. Yeah. I just looked that up and it was, it was Jerry Seinfeld. And what he would do was he had a calendar on the wall and he would just make an X when he, when he wrote his jokes. And it was like, don't break the streak. You just got to keep doing it every day, every day, every day. And when you do that, you develop great habits and you get more done of course. And so, um, that's similar, you know, that's just tracking toward your goal progress and, and it does put pressure, I think in a good way, a little bit of pressure on ourselves. So in creative work, I think that's important. And I think it's something that I need to improve because I know that it works so well for me. So if you're a person who's visual and you, and you like seeing that you've, been working and getting something done, I suggest that you find a goal tracker online. You could just Google printable goal tracker. I actually, 
one of the projects I'd like to do is to create my own because I haven't found ones that are exactly perfect for what I want, but it doesn't matter. Just find something and print it. It doesn't have to be perfect. Um, And just get started. Whatever couple of things, two, three things that you want to work on, get started and see how that works. See if it helps you when you track. But I would say all of these fancy things that are available online, to me, probably not necessary because a lot of that you can just do on a piece of paper um, or in a little notebook, whatever works for you. But the research, the research backs up the concept that tracking your progress is going to help you reach your goals. So I know that if you're listening to this podcast, you have some kind of goals that you need to be focused on right now. And it could be almost anything, but whatever it is, hopefully this is helpful to you. It's a good suggestion. And I know I'm going to be thinking and be mindful about what I need to to track and how I'm going to do that. Um, But yes, I definitely special ed teachered myself by having a little (laughs) a little tracking sheet with different colored markers and that was that was fun and that's something that I'll continue to do this year because it was so successful and so helpful to me at the end of last year this is not the busy season of my job this is a normal season at, at work this is times when it's nice to be able to kind of plan ahead because I know it's going to get, it's going to get hectic, but we're not there yet. We're still in the kind of peaceful, calm, normal, normal amount of busyness. So with that, I will sign off. As always, I'm reminding you to take good care of yourselves and those you love, and we'll talk again soon. Take care. Bye-bye.